Welcome to the Fowler's Roost Podcast, a hunting and fishing talk show bringing you professional outdoor guiding adventures, trending news, product reviews, and tips from industry experts. So take a load off, settle in, and stay a while with your host, professional hunting and fishing guide and lifelong outdoorsman, Captain Jay Barnes. Welcome, everyone, to episode number five of the Fowler's Roost podcast. Sit in and take a listen as we discuss bow fishing equipment and some stories of days gone by out on the water, bow fishing at night with Archer, 3D enthusiast, and shop owner, Mr. Rick Steele of Four Seasons Archery Pro Shop. How you doing, Rick? Glad, glad to have you here tonight. Nice to see you, Jason. Yeah, Absolutely. Always good to have a fellow uh, bow fisherman in the house. Oh, absolutely. And this year with COVID being so bad, we didn't even get to spend time with our Turkey Federation. I know. I know. And that's uh, that's kind of, you know, getting right into uh, our history. That's kind of where we met and how and how we got to be friends. Uh, you know, started out, uh, you know, dealing with the turkey banquets and whatnot. And then, uh, you know, through your generosity and to the Turkey Federation, that's where uh, I said, geez, you know, I should look this guy up. He's pretty generous to the turkeys. And and that's kind of how we got started. Yeah. You know, that was probably, um, what do you figure? That was like in the early 2000s. Early 2000s, yeah. yeah. We, we started sponsoring the, the local uh, Cuga County chapter, uh, Cuga County Longbeards Wild mm-hmm. Turkey Federation. And, you know, we've been doing that now for... Oh, well, well, it's 20, 20 uh, years. Oh, it's coming on 20 years. 20 yeah. years. Yeah. I've, I've started in the Turkey Federation, um, late nineties and, you know, been going right up through and, and I don't know, Mike and I have had a heck of a run. I'm co-chair Mike Kozel's the chairman. Yep. But, uh, back to you and I, I mean, quite a long history there. And, um, and I think we've got quite a long future ahead of us too. I mean, oh, was, sure. we've been uh, doing business and been friends for a long time. What do we want the people to know about four seasons, archery pro shop, uh, and about Rick Steele, you know, what, what are you doing and what are you bringing forward to the outdoor industry in the archery world there? You're on Cooper road in Wheatsport, right? Yep. Yep. Yeah. I've been doing that for, uh, 20 years now we've we've been running a, a mom and pop archery shop right in Cuga County New York and uh, you know I, I think we I got started in the archery uh, the same way most people do you know at uh, a young kid uh, I think I was uh, 11 12 years old and started with my my aunt's recurve bow um, my my aunt used to shoot for the Cato school district back in the 50s and 60s no and, kidding and she was a multi-time state championship for cato schools awesome and uh you know i i kind of followed in her footsteps i guess a little sure. bit because i started you know pulling on the string on a bow and yeah uh i kept doing it and started bow hunting and uh, somewhere i'm gonna say in my 20s i was working in a wire mill and one of my co-workers he um introduced me to 3d archery competition okay and i'm gonna say that had to have been around 96 and uh i'll tell you that was quite the bug that bit me hard yeah you know yeah i started with 3d archery and um i just couldn't put down the bow 
I kept shooting the bow and eventually that worked uh, from between 96 when I started 3D to uh, you know, 2000 when we, 2000 to 2001 when we started the shop. Sure, sure. Yeah, I know. I see you. Uh, I know you got the 3D bug. I, I know when we're when we're doing some of these 3D archery shoots for uh, Fronac Fowlers and the, and the you know pushing the bow fishing, yeah, uh, trying to get the product uh, our product out there in front of all the all the bow hunters and archers. Um, you know, letting people know that they can draw blood in the summertime, you know oh, what I mean? Absolutely. It's, it's, absolutely, it's, it's not know. just a fall deal, you know, you can kill stuff in the summer off the boat and what a great time. And we we've had some great times with, I started commercially in 2014 and, and that's when you and I kind of really, really amped it up. Uh, yeah. Cause we went from me just working on your personal hunting equipment yeah, to, yeah. Hey, uh, I'm going to put together a bow fishing boat and start chartering. And yeah, I mean, we had some lengthy conversations, uh, I remember it pretty vividly. I mean, a lot of nights in the shop, we talked and, you know, about doing what I was doing. And back then I was pro staffing for Bass Pro Shops too. And I got to see not only through you, but when I was at Bass Pro on the, on the weekends that I was there doing the turkey seminars and, and stuff like that in the springtime, I was noticing the end caps filling up with the, with the bow fishing equipment. Yeah. And I'd be there, I'd be there on a Saturday and it would be the racks would be kind of full it just get its inventory in and then by sunday afternoon by the time i'd leave i'd poke around and have a little time to you know a little personal time after doing my doing my thing for bass pro and i'm noticing that the, the end caps of the bow fishing were just destroyed in like two days yeah and and i you know that's when i started talking to you and i my good my good friend justin raymond first mates for me you know, I said, geez, I'm going to, I'm going to put this together. How do you think this will go? And everybody was like, dude, you're going to kill it. This is taken off like wildfire. And I know you and I have talked to, you've did it when you were a kid. I used to do it right down here in front of my house at eight creamery. You know, my, I grew up right down here at my yeah. uncle's had, had a camp at the old boat livery. We got the little canal down here goes by my number one duck blind. That's where I grew up shooting the you know stick and string that's back when we had the old coffee can and the 200 pound deck around you know wrapped around a coffee yeah. can you know you were just the old round spool and sure you, know, you shoot the arrow the back end of the arrow would whip around because of the string coming off the <laughs> yep. spool in the yep. front you had the key ring tied to it for uh yeah uh, what do they call the slider your safety slide yeah <clears throat> yeah so it was uh you know it's it's been been around quite a long time and uh you know, that, that kind of, you know, we're talking about all that as, you know, when we were kids and stuff coming up through and it kind of, kind of leads me to uh, a little story that we had one of the, uh, one of your pro staffers, I think it is right. DJ, oh, DJ Goodson. Yeah. 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 We had him out on the boat and we were going to do some, some filming with a drone over the top of the boat and, and uh, had grand delusions of, you know marketing for the you know yeah. the bow fishing a little bit of night video and <laughs> yeah it was going to be a little bit of uh you know some uh bow foot bow fishing footage, footage from above sure. yeah uh, well, for, for you and your business until and, we tanked the drone off the front deck of the boat <laughs> yeah <laughs> and nine and a half feet of water nine and a half feet of water and watch dj snorkel down to get it <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh dj that, that was a real rough night for dj because uh he had uh his father's oneida eagle bow that you know he's had for oh 30 35 years and 
you know, that was his bow fishing rig. He's used it for a long time. And we, we come, we, come they, back across the rough water. And we, we lost that somewhere in the, in Cuba. Went, went to get back up on the deck and we're like, DJ turns around. It's like, hand me my bow. Will yeah. And I'm like, what, what, what bow? I go, where'd you put it? He goes, well, I put it right there. Well, he had set it on top of the stove, the, the stove hood in the boat. And as, as you well know, because you're fishing me several times, that stove hood, when it tapers down to the gunnel, there's not much there to hold anything. No. And, and I'm sure when we hit those couple of those big waves coming across, trying to get hit in the slick cam water, I'm, I'm sure it ejected itself off yeah. the top of that stove. <laughs> yeah, I felt was... so bad for him. I mean, what are you, what are you going to do? We didn't know where, we didn't know where it happened. We couldn't go look for it. Right. It was a goner, but. You know, whether it was in six feet of water or, or 60, we don't, we don't have any idea. No, <laughs> we, we traveled. So, I mean, we were, so I have to say if there's any fishermen on Cuga Lake that happened to hook into an Oneida Eagle bow, get a hold of Captain Jay Burns so we can get it back to DJ. <laughs> that would be nice, right? That would be nice. Oh boy. Well, you know, it's, uh, and I'm sure we'll have, we've had many trips out there, bow fishing, and I'm sure we'll have many more, but yeah. I've been trying to, you know, last year was the first year, um, you know, with, with the DJ's incident, but that was uh, me just putting together a, an evening to take my staff shooters out, you know, as a kind of an appreciation thing, you sure, know, sure. have dinner up at your lodge and, and go out and go boat fishing. And, yep. you know, it was something I was just trying to put together for them. And I'm sure we're going to continue to do that. Yeah. I mean, those trips are, they're really, really nice trips. You know, we, we get together at the lodge around five, six o'clock. Um, I've typically got dinner rolling, steaks are on, or chicken or hamburgers, hot dogs, whatever the typical summertime barbecue fare is. Yep. Um, I, I know for the bachelor parties, we do strip steaks, and, and I have the, I have a request for that quite a bit. Yeah. Um, we've got yeah, some, we did, I think we did strip steaks, yep. and we all brought salads and sure, everything else. Sure, yep. And we have... Uh, I got something new that I'm going to try this year too. Is uh, I'm gonna, we have caught a great recipe from a buddy of mine at the gun at the gun club, and it's plain custom cut pork steaks in the Cornell sauce. Oh wow! I'm telling you, an extra thick cut, inch and a quarter, inch and a half cut pork steak, bone in. Wow! I'm telling nice. you, they're fantastic. Yeah. You know, you mix that up with, uh, you know, the same thing, your, your, you know, your pork and beans, your, your, uh, your barbecued beans, you know, the, the summertime barbecue fare, a little bit of uh, macaroni salad, potato salad, you know, stuff like that. That's oh, our, absolutely. that's our, our average um, stuff that we do. And, and it makes those trips just that much more i think yeah. you know when you start out with a nice meal you get about an hour to relax at the lodge and then guys come down and meet at the boat launch then we take off around nine o'clock and we fish until one in the morning yeah you four know or hour, hour trip of yeah you know plucking yeah. strings and you know i know over the years fishing with you out on cuga lake uh you know i've had nights where i've probably pulled that bow string a hundred times you know and next two or three days my fingers are sore as hell sore yeah <laughs> even with the rubber finger tabs of you know you know so we're talking about the trips and one of the big things that that i pride myself on with these trips is all the equipment is provided right you know you know what all that equipment is because you provide us with that equipment i've, yeah. I've used you for several years and 
we've got a, I'd like to go right into, you know, some tips and tactics and talk about the equipment um, and what we use out there in the bow fishing world. Um, you know, I, I know you do the whitetail stuff and, and uh, I think I'm going to bring you, I know for a fact, I'm going to bring you back on another episode for the whitetails, but the equipment that we've got for the, uh, for the bow fishing, we, we start off with the basis is the Kingfisher, the PSE Kingfisher. The P- yeah. So what we did is we set you up with the a PSE Kingfisher, which is a recurve bow. And, you know, the biggest thing with a recurve bow is it's, it's very simple to use, you know, it, it it is uh you get the string or knock your arrow and and you can just grab the string pull back and and you can get repeated shots very fast sure um sometimes that's a little bit better than having the compound bow just for the simple fact that uh you know compound bows uh depending on how long axle to axle they are you, you might be shooting fingers or you might have to shoot a release yeah know? those shorter axle to axle bows you get quite a pinch you get a lot of finger pinch and, and there's some torque and you know a lot of the guys that do try to use those they end up um derailing the bows right um, i had a kid a little let me interject you there i step on you there for just a second i know exactly what you're talking about i had a kid blow three of them up one night on me yeah i i thought well when, when we first started out i saw man we got to have compound bows on board i you know we got all high quality compounds and this is the way it's got to be and 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 we blew one kid blew three compounds up in one night yeah and i said i can't i can't have this because we have to stop the trip because we're out of equipment and and that that cannot happen right Right. so when we talked you said listen pse top of the line great quality you're going to get longevity out of them they're durable shy of running them over with a truck there's nothing going to happen to them and that's what i need because people drop them i've had them we've had to fish them out of the lake you know what i mean uh they they bounce off the they get twanged off the high rails and the big number one boat you know with the back rails and and they they virtually the pse kingfisher if i'm going to talk to anybody is virtually indestructible yeah for Uh, for a for a, a guy that's you know supplying the equipment number one you know it, it's an easy bow to use you know a little bit of string maintenance basically you know uh, string it up check the brace height if the brace height's over seven inches seven and a half inches you're, you're good to go if it's not you unstring it you twist it up get it there and then let the customer shoot it and yep you know it, it's very simple and along Super. along with that is um you know putting the ams uh, retriever reels on them right yeah when um, you're talking about when you're talking about quality and durability and simplicity and simplicity that's correct yeah those closed face reels problem after problem after problem after problem well problem. you know for 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 your type of uh of business you know as, as a guide and you know doing that um you, you know you you come on those pockets of carp so fast you you, you fling an arrow down in at the carp you you close the handle you reel off real quick you knock the arrow you're shooting again right um and with some of the close face reels what happens especially with the guys who don't do it all the time you know they're they're guys that are saying hey you know this guy's doing a bow fishing trip let's go out bow fishing some night the, the first thing that they always forget is once they reel it up they don't push the release push, button push the release you know button. think right. about your old zebco 202 and push that release button to yep. cast it that's well, right 
you know, in the heat of it, you forget to do that. Yep. And you pull back and, and you shoot the arrow and snap the line. Snap. And, if you, if you're lucky, it snaps and, and doesn't come back at you. True. You know, yes. and that, yep. that's one of the reasons we use the, uh, you know, we also use a lot of the AMS equipment, the safety equipment that we use too. Yeah. The safety uh, slides. Safety slides. I mean, what a, I, I don't even know how, how to put it, but that's a heck of a piece of equipment to keep everyone safe yeah. because I've seen what can happen and, and it's not pretty. When those arrows come back at you, you can take them in the eye, you can take oh, them in the yeah. arm. I've seen people run them through their hands. You know what I mean? It's, it's just not good. And those safety slides are the greatest things in sliced bread as far yeah. as I'm concerned, as far as of safety course, is concerned. Back when, back when I got started in it, it was uh, a steel cable with a, uh, um, a barrel swivel on it yep. you know the steel cable ran the length of the arrow and yep. you know even those could be dangerous because you sure. know if you if it, of course running at night in the dark if you got that steel cable underneath your roller rest now it's taking your rust off the whole nine yards yeah yeah so great great equipment that we deal with um and, and especially in in the guide business because you know like you said we're flinging hundreds of arrows a night. Oh, guaranteed. And this stuff is holding up. Uh, uh, let me put it to you this way. As you well know, we're getting, we're getting ready to, to uh, purchase some new equipment this year. Yep. Uh, we're going to freshen everything up on the number one and number two boat. And we're going to take our uh, year or two year old equipment. It's going to go to the number three boat. Uh, so we've got the three, the number three boat is going to be fully in service this year. Right. Um, we've got our out, outrigger outdoor lights coming. Um, you know, looking forward to that. We've got new Kingfisher PSCs coming. Uh, brand new Kingfisher PSCs yep. sitting in the inbox at the shop right now. Yep. Uh, I'm, I'm on board with AMS. I'm waiting on their equipment to come. As you know, I'm on their guides and outfitters program. So we, yep. we get in contact with them for some of the top notch equipment that we get. Um, you know, one of the, th the other things I, I'd like to touch on in the equipment world is the simplicity of what, what we use to show our customers a good time. We do not have to go to the end of the world with equipment. We keep it simple. Yeah. The, the muzzy carp tips. I cannot tell you we can, we can buy those in bulk. Yes. And, and you can file them, you, you know, you, you've, I don't even know how many shots, you know, it's, it's going to be different for everybody because of the fact that some people shooting a lot of rocks, you know, we're, we're in, we're predominantly fishing Cuga Lake uh, up until mid July. We're, we're basically in the mud or sand and gravel. Yeah. We're not in a lot of rock until we switch over and the fish transition to late summer uh, into August. Then, then we're, then we're fishing the rock shores uh, you know, two to five feet of water and, uh, and cobble rock, yes. uh, you know, so that, that, that does change for us, but you know, we don't go through tips because we can we carry a file on board and those tips, you, you, you know, you smash them up in the rocks, you touch them up, put a good sharp edge on them and you're right back in business. Yeah. There's nothing like that high carbon muzzy tip to screw on the front of their, yeah. their bow fishing. Yeah. And, and yeah. it's, it's, you know, they're not the most expensive thing out there, those muzzy tips, but you don't have to have the most expensive stuff to have a good time yeah. and have fun. We keep it simple you and, know, it, and uh, it works. The, I think the biggest thing, you know, of course, you, you look at some of the tournament guys and they're worried about getting the fish back to the boat. Right. You know, right. And, and at, at the point where we're at, you know, or for your business is 
we're just looking to get people to shoot arrows at fish yep you know we're yep. not you know we're not concerned about putting 80 it, or 90 it, it's fish not on the, board it's not for, the tournament guys 1500 or 2000 dollar win no you know if if we were if we were going to do that then we would talk we would talk some different equipment so some tips you know, that you know you wouldn't be losing fish on or exactly you know, outs or something and, like that. and you know we really the, the only time we get the we get the pullouts is if one of the first mates is inexperienced and most of the time my guys are spot on right i had i had one kid one year that, that pretty much i can flat out tell you almost got drowned by the customers <laughs> because he lost 13 or 14 fish and he just couldn't get the swing it you know, he couldn't get the, the stab and turn all in one motion. He'd stab the fish and then he'd go to pull right straight back out and he'd pull the arrow out. You know, I said, you got to turn that fish. You got to stab it, turn it, and then lift it. You know, I, boy, I thought they were going to kill him. I had to save his life at the end of the night. <laughs> let me tell you, if it wasn't for me, that we'd have, we'd have been looking for a body, I think, well, that night. But it, it, for I, the I most part, right, yeah. you, you get some guys that are probably a little little overzealous with it, I guess. Yeah, I but, mean, it, uh, I got, think for the most part, anybody who was, who was uh, you know, been able to throw an arrow at, at a carp and and reel it to the boat and and been able to have that enjoyment of fighting that car from getting yeah, it to the boat yeah they're all pretty good about i it. mean we you know i i i say this you know mostly in jest but it is true i guarantee shooting every night you come if you yes. don't shoot when you come i'll give you another trip that's just the you way know, we do it and and you know the uh the trip last summer with my uh, staff shooters um that was probably the slowest night that I've ever spent with you out on Cuga Lake. And I know I, I still pulled the string 30 or 40 times. Right. And, and I didn't, I wasn't up on deck that much. I let my, I let my guys go up on sure, deck and do sure. all the Yeah. Stuff. You let them, it, it was kind of a schmooze trip, you know, they, right. they do a lot of uh, promoting and, and shooting for you. And they I, do, and, they do a lot of work for me. Sure. They do a lot. Sure. And, and, you know, that's, that's one thing that, um, I, I got to say, it might have soured me just a little bit when I was working for Bass Pro. You know, you you take care of your people. That you've got to take care of your pro staff. Your pro staff. If anybody out there is listening, if if you hire somebody in a professional outdoorsman's position, you need to you need to listen to what they're doing. Those are the people that are in the field on the daily with your equipment in their hands. Yeah. Those are the people that should be you know not taken for granted you 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 need to really put it i i don't i don't know how to put it but you really need to put a lot of confidence in those people because they're the ones that are going to bring you the business and they're going to make you the sales because right. they can talk about the equipment <clears throat> and they right. know what's what's what and where it's happening yeah and that, that's one thing that i kind of felt um you know the first couple of years when i worked under greg bulkley boy we were treated great and and not that we were treated badly as far as like um you know person to person that wasn't it it was just they you know every every place cuts back they cut back they cut back they want more they take more away they want you to do more for less and you know you you kind of want to you don't want to be in a situation like that and and i think the, the way that i see you treat your your 
guys and gals that come to hunt is awesome because you know that they're the ones that are going to be helping you out and, and i think that's awesome and I, and I totally commend you for that yeah. because i i didn't see that in that in that bigger corporate world you know what i mean right yeah so that's it pretty much on the tips and tactics i mean we, we've got a lot more to talk about when we uh when we get together in the whitetail world for sure but uh as, as far as the, you know the springtime bow fishing stuff um I think we pretty much touched base on quite a bit of that and and you know it, it's going to be a good spring coming up i'm really looking forward to it oh, like yeah. i said we've got the new equipment ready to go and uh we got new bows we got the new reels we got new new arrows new line we're freshened right up everything's yeah. tightened up got new lights on the number <clears> three <throat> rig got some new lights on the big number one rig uh, I'm really excited and amped up for, right. for what's and, to and, come. And of course, this is all just proves how serious you are about this part of your business because, you know, I, I don't know where anybody else is going to go, you know, around New York and find a, a bow fishing trip where, you know, the, the outfitters got three boats that are ready to go. Right. Right. Yep. I mean, in, you know, I try to, I try to pack up May and June. Uh, we're run, running two boats continuously through may and june yeah and now with with having another guide ready to go and and that third boat will be ready on the nightly um i'm hoping that there's going to be i don't have to turn anybody away uh, we we've been doubled up now for three years we've been running yeah. june doubled up more than five nights a week yeah um well so, well our trip it was uh we we had to search for a night to try to get in and yeah. then of course the night we wanted to do it we we got to the lodge and started eating then it rained yeah and thunder thunder and lightning and we basically ended up canceling and then shut it everything was, down yeah it was uh, about I, I think three weeks later before we could find another opening to get out on the lake with you right right yeah i mean and and that's you know it's just it it's like there's not very many times that 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 we blow off the lake i mean it really has to be bad and when you get into those conditions where you've got thunder and lightning obviously you're not going to be on the boat when that's happening you get in you get off the boat yeah but you know we we had a beautiful dinner that night we did. I mean, everybody was there ready to rock and roll everybody's amped up and next thing you know kaboom it hit us yeah and we're like well you know it's it's we got to shut it down i mean it, it would have been safe for us to go after the storm passed through but I can tell you from past experience, I do not like to roll after a thunder and lightning storm. It drives the fish deep and it, and it really makes for a, not so much fun. No. So I like to show my customers a good time and I, and we do the best and put both feet forward to make that happen for them for sure. Mm -hmm. And that's really one of the times when you really just have to shut it down. Yep. You know what I mean? So Rick, we want the public to get a hold of you. How can we do that? How do they go about getting a hold of you at the, at the shop? Well, I, I would say probably the quickest and easiest way would be calling us at 315-834-6904. Of course, uh, social media-wise, uh, Four Seasons Archery Pro Shop on Facebook. You can hit us up through uh, Messenger feed on that. Uh, or you could do email at Four Seasons Archery Pro Shop, all one word, at yahoo.com super it was great to have you here buddy uh appreciate you coming out and spending some time with us here at the father's roost podcast and uh we're looking forward to uh many years to come yeah i can't wait to get out on the lake appreciate it buddy 
that is all we have time for today this episode please join us in the next episode for more great outdoor adventures tips tactics and trending news in the outdoors if you'd like to listen to more episodes on demand, please visit the Fowler's Roost Podcast.podbean.com. For interest in guided hunting or fishing trips with Captain Jay, please visit FrontenacFowlers.com or call 315 406 4763. For lodging accommodations during your stay in the Finger Lakes, visit the Fowler's Roost.com.